You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today I am broadcasting from uh, awesome, marvelous, magnificent Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful that you've joined me from all over the world. And uh, if you're listening to this recording today, I can say with all of the faith that's on the inside of me, I believe that the Spirit of God has attracted you here like a magnet so that you can receive the downloads, the the answers and the solutions that you've been searching for. Well, how are you doing today? It's a magnificent day here in the ATL, and I'm so grateful uh, that you've joined me. You know, I never take it for granted, and I remember when the Spirit just spoke to me and said, this is what I want you to do. Every week, I want you to give people hope and share with them strategies and how-tos, and that's just what the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show is all about. And, you know, just this week, I received an email from somebody and they say, Constance, I love your how-tos. And uh, I just realized that I used to listen to a lot of inspirational stuff and I would be really pumped. But then when I would finish two to three days later, I wasn't implementing what I had heard. So that's why I'm a big proponent of what baby steps to move you from where you are to where you desire to be. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, My assistant always says, don't forget social media. So here I go on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and that's LOA Constance on Facebook, Coach with Constance and on Instagram, CLArnold11. So check me out on social media. Send me an email. I've been getting some wonderful emails. I want to hear about your manifestation. What's happening in your life? What are you learning and how are you shifting? And of course, if you're interested in coaching with me, you can uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Click on that coaching link and you can see some of my clients and uh, what their experience has been with me. And of course, Peter Adams is still being so gracious. Uh, He is still giving away his free book, his new book free. He will ship it to you. He's such a great guy uh, to you. And uh, for a $20 donation to the Think, Believe and Manifest talk show. I think that is it. Well, my show is going to be in two parts today. Part one, I wanted to bring on one of my clients so that you can hear her remarkable story. You know, it's one thing for me to teach or for you to listen to some of my guests and, you know, they share their thoughts, their books. But when you see a person's life and you can hear the story of their life, then you can say to yourself, hey, God is no respecter person that can happen 
to me also. So I'm going to bring my first guest on. Uh, her name is Jamie. And I was coaching her a couple of weeks ago and I realized, wow, her life has really changed. She is not the same person. And I hardly recognize her, not only physically, but just emotionally and psychologically. She has made such a major transformation. I want you to hear her story. So, Jamie, welcome back to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Thank you, Constance, for having me. And hello, everyone. <laughs> you sound like you are the the, the show host, Jamie. <laughs> well, you know, Jamie, you've been on here before and you shared, but I wanted you to come back because so many more things have happened in your life and you're just a living testimony of coaching. So I'm just going to let you sort of have the floor and you just share what you feel led to. So... Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you realize this. Uh, time flies by when you're having fun. That's what they say. But we have been coaching together. Well, you've been coaching me for five years. November will be five years that wow. um, you have assisted me and helped me. And I remember the first conversation we had together. Um, I wanted to do business coaching and you were like, absolutely not. I don't coach on business until (laughs) um, we dive deep into your personal life a little bit. So I remember the the two things that you said to me. Mm. Number one, you said that I would not recognize my life after six months if I was willing to put in the work. Mm -hmm. And number two was that I would you guaranteed a return on my investment. Yeah. And so I decided that day to take a chance on myself to invest in myself. I was um as they say sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had tried it my way for so long and I felt led to coach with you and I can tell you that five years later, it is one of the best decisions that I have ever made in my entire life. Um, the Jamie I am today is not the Jamie that I was five years ago. The way that I think, the way that I talk, the way that I interact with people, my family, my finances, every, every aspect of my life has changed. It's different. Um, And I know that it's due to us coaching together, to us, you know, coming up with plans, going through, having tough conversations, you know, really tough conversations, um, conversations I hadn't had with my family, um, conversations I didn't want to have with myself. Um, We've done that. We've done the work and we work through those conversations. And so it's it's been a it's been a 360 for me and I owe it all to myself. I can give myself credit. You taught me to give myself credit. So <laughs> to myself for being willing to do the work, but also with your expertise, your patience with me and your guidance and just your overall expertise has really helped me transform my life. Yeah. You know, thank you so much, Jamie. I, when I talk to you, when I coach you now, you are a different person. And 
um, somebody asked me, well, how long is it going to take? And I said, if you're looking for a quick fix, I'm not your girl. But if you yes. want, if you want transformational coaching, eventually, once your inside changes, the outside has to. So how has your outside changed? And what does your life look like now? Oh, man. So, <laughs> Um, I am from a small town in Mississippi, okay, mm. and I started off in a customer service center. Um, when I started coaching with you, I secured a contract with the city that I am living in to come in to help with training. Um, small town, let me say it again, small town girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, you know, working in a call center and I secured a contract with the city that turned into a full-time position with the city Um, promotion. You know, we worked on setting my intentions, setting my goals, preparing myself for a promotion that has happened. Um, So so before you get to finance, you might be uh, from a small city, but now you got a big mindset. Yes. Absolutely. The sky is the view. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the limit now. And um, my financial situation, you know, I didn't have a lot of money as far as resources. That was a really big issue for me when we first started coaching mm-hmm. and just changing your thinking around money, changing how I viewed myself, believing that I deserved happiness believing that I was whole um, has helped me manifest finances. Mm. It's helped me manifest. This year was my trip across the world. Oh my goodness. Wasn't amazing. (laughs) You know, um, my husband and I, we visited Egypt this Mm. year and I can remember, I could hear your voice in the back of my head. You know, you'll say, well, where do you want to go? Okay. Print out pictures, look up the website, look at hotels. Where would you stay? And I can remember staring at this picture of the Sphinx. Mm. And I stared at it and I visualize it and I can feel the sun on my face for, you know, almost two years, Constance. Mm. And it finally happened. And I stood in front of that monument and I just cried. Mm. And I cried because I did it. You know, it. I did it. I was there. I was in the manifestation. I was in in the picture that I've been visualizing all this time. And so just the love that I have for myself has allowed me to love my family more, my mm-hmm. kids more, people around me. It's like one thing you said in your conference, I went to your conference in Atlanta, mm-hmm. is that you can't you can't pour from an empty cup. And so part of filling your cup is loving yourself. It's believing in yourself. It's um, taking action steps to reach your goals. And you taught me that. And I have, I've embodied that. And I believe that. And, and it, it shows it's spilling out everywhere. You're you're living it. And so, you know, and so Jamie, we did some, some hard inner work. She's yes. sounding all happy and joyful now, but I mean, I had her doing all kind of inner work exercises, action steps, 
you know, changing her thinking, et cetera. And, yeah. and, you know, and you talked about how big your confidence is now, but, but talk about your physical body. So I have released, it's been two years, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. So I have released and maintained a, um, 82 pounds. Mm-hmm. So I've released 82 pounds and that really doing that and maintaining that is really what has skyrocketed my confidence um, yeah. to love myself. Oh gosh, I, I, I didn't realize how much I didn't love myself. I didn't realize how much I limited myself because of my weight. Um, just even thinking about vacationing, oh, will I fit in that, you know, that airplane seat? Or can I go to the amusement park with my kids? Will I fit on the roller coaster? So having that much weight changed my movements, changed, you know, the the thoughts on things, my desires. And so releasing that has just my conversation has changed just everything just one thing has changed everything I always say sometimes focusing on one goes and it will greatly impact everything else in your life and but Jamie for you to maintain and sustain that weight loss that means that you have to be disciplined every day and have rituals about your food and eating Absolutely. So um, my friends pick on me now because <laughs> I, I take my time and eat. <laughs> you know, if I, I I don't deny myself, if I if I want something, I'll fix the plate, but I'll allow myself to have half of it or I'll wait until I'm full. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll save it. There's no the lack mentality. You talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not eating as if this food is never going to be there again. Okay. Um, I realize that I can have it later. It's okay. I can have this later. And so I, I like eating live foods. Um, colorful foods have helped me. And then also being active. So I get out and I walk on my breaks. Um, I walk on my lunch breaks, walk in the evenings, um, I was in the gym a lot more than I am now, but I I like actually being out. So just trying different things, too. And another thing, I haven't shared this with you, Constance, which is completely out of my comfort zone. I try aerial yoga. I would not even think about. You go right ahead. (laughs) It is so much fun. I found a location. It's five minutes from my job. So I've been doing that. I just purchased some classes to go to. So, you know, just um, trying new things. You know, you know, your your whole life has changed. It has because of that, because of that one decision. And nobody makes it by themselves in life. And so I'm sure like you, you mentioned your husband and your kids. I know they glad that mama and wifey has changed. Right. (laughs) Yes. My husband, you know, of course, he loves you, Constance. Okay. <laughs> so he makes sure that I, I'm checking it. Have you checked in with Constance? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. And I'm I'm happy now. You, you know, are. I enjoy being around me. I, I remember coming home and some days, you know, I, you know, don't talk to me. Let me go upstairs. Give me 30 minutes, you know. <laughs> and now I come home. We talk about 
how their day was. They asked me how my day was. What are we going to cook or what are we going to eat tonight? So there's more interaction. Um, They enjoy being around me. And I can say there were a lot of days they did not enjoy being around me. So that has changed drastically. So your money has changed, your finances, your career, your marriage, being a mom, your body, exercising, your mindset, you're thinking big. Wow. (laughs) Yes. And I can say that um, you have to make the decision for yourself. Yeah. So when we first started coaching, I would do a lot of outside um, looking for confirmation from outside people. And so a lot of my family has have been upset with me. But our some of the decisions I've made has just been between me and my coach as well, because I trust you. And, you know, we've built that relationship with each other. And that has made a huge difference as well. Sometimes, you know, your family loves you and they love you where they think you are. Okay. And so I think it's important to say also that um, get get a coach, coach with Constance (laughs) and, you know, let her guide you. And some things you have to, you know, make a decision on your own without those outside forces as well. Because for me, a lot of the fear that I used to have around my decision making came from the opinions that I thought others would have. Right. Or from the, you know, opinions of others. And so being able to coach with you and work with you one on one and being a big girl and making decisions has definitely made a difference as well. Well, you know, I say coaching is sacred between your life coach and your client. I think I shared that with you. And uh, sometimes people are where you are and they like you being where you are. And yes. so when you make the decision that you're going to go to next level living, I think sometimes you need to quietly and silently do that because when you do your lifestyle or your demonstrations will speak so loud, it's really nothing that anybody can say. Absolutely. So, I'm, you know, I'm so happy for you, Jamie. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And I have to say thank you because when we first started coaching, I couldn't even receive, I'm happy for you, Jamie. You I'd be like, oh could. no, you know, you know, you know, and you, and, and now I can receive that and I can say thank you. And I'm so grateful for you, Constance. You give us, you give the world your time each week. You don't have to do that. And your podcasts are changing lives. It has changed my life, my family's life. And I am forever grateful and thankful for you. You're so welcome. And I'm so proud of you. And I just wanted you to come on and share your story because it's one thing for me to talk about. These are some things that you can do. But Jamie, whatever I ask her to do, and and some things were very difficult for her, uh, but whatever I asked her to do, she did it. Whatever yes. I said to her, and some coaching was very firm. I'm real firm. I'm loving, but to the point and direct, she did it. And so year one, year two, and, and it, it, you know, uh, uh, some people say, well, how long do you have to coach? Well, I've been coaching with Jane Powers for almost 20 years. 
<laughs> because a, a coach or a mentor can tell you in uh, 20 minutes what it took them 20 years. Yeah. And, and, you know, so that wisdom can flow. And, you know, I'm pretty big on strategies. So, Jamie, how did you like the accountability factor? You know, i.e. when I would call you and text you and say, <laughs> I haven't heard from you. What are you doing? So um, I used to procrastinate. Sometimes I still do. Guilty. Yeah. But I'm better with that. I would procrastinate. I would never get anything done. So the accountability was very, very important. It's what kept me on track. And it's what it keeps the energy moving. Mm -hmm. And it also allowed me to not self-sabotage. Because if you give me too much time, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get in my own head and start overthinking. So um, it kept me accountable and it helped me move forward with my goals. Yeah, it did. So, okay, you got anything else you want to say, Jamie? You've almost said uh, everything, <laughs> I guess. Anything else? What would you say to somebody who's been thinking about, I think I'm a um, contact constant or I can't afford it. What would you say to people? Let me tell you, make the investment in yourself. You do everything for everyone else. You're every, everybody to everyone or however they say it. Yeah. Make this decision to invest in yourself. It is for your life. It will benefit your family, everyone around you. The thing that you're waiting for is on the other side of coaching. Wow. The only thing you have to do is make the decision. I'm going to use that mantra myself, Jamie. The thing that you're waiting for is on the other side of coaching. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's really great. Well, I'm so happy for you. So proud of you. You are a demonstration to the world. And the interesting thing is once people see change in your life, they want that. Like you said, all of your friends are like, what are you doing, Jamie? Why are you exercising at lunch? Why are you preparing your meals? Why are you eating so slow? So your change really helps other people. I think somebody said, be the change you want to see. And that's what you're doing. And I am so proud of you. Thank you, Constance. So welcome. Hey, guys, stay tuned. And then I'm going to be right back after these quick commercials. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at FulfillingYourPurpose.com. 
Okay, guys, I'm back. And that was a very powerful testimony from Jamie. And and I know you were encouraged by that. And I wanted her to come on and share because, as I said earlier, it's one thing for me to share theory or facts or information. But when you hear the actual testimony or story of someone, it's quite amazing, isn't it? Okay, so I'm going to be teaching on digging your ditches so that God can fill them or digging your ditches of faith. And so I'm going to be giving you tips how you can begin to prepare for what you want or how you can take small baby step action. Uh, that will keep the consistency, momentum, and focus for a particular goal. Now, with Jamie, we started initially with her finding a new job. I mean, even though she wanted to release weight and there were other things she wanted to do, I know the power of just focusing in on one thing. And some of you um, are not really making the progress that you really desire because you're saying, Constance, I don't know. I just want to do so much. Choose one and begin taking small steps. So I'm going to be talking about how to dig your ditches. So, you know, you have your part that you do and God has his part. I always say it's all God really, but uh, we are, we are co-creating with God. And so God puts his supernatural, you know, when you do everything you know to do, you may get an idea. Somebody may come and support you. You may get a, just a, 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 just a hunch about something. I need to do this. So is how can you take action consistently that will move you toward your goals? I personally talk a lot about the empowering presence of God in my own success. So what has happened for me is I realized a long time ago that I am the branch that's attached to a tree. And all I need to do is to be attached to spirit, uh, to be attached to God. And that empowering presence, that powerful presence will help me, will assist me in maintaining my goal of moving toward of uh, that goal in faith. So I'm going to be talking about digging your ditches or having faith. Uh, uh, to dig some ditches so God can fill them. So I'm going to give some short examples and then some I'm going to elaborate on so you can really get it. So when you're digging your ditches, it's really nothing more than faith. What you're doing is you're believing in a vision so much that you're willing to act on it, even though there are no visible signs or certainty of success. You may not see anything with your five senses. So let me give you this story in the Bible. So um, it's in the Old Testament and Elijah was a prophet and it hadn't rained for years. As a matter of fact, the Bible says it was a drought. Honey, you know, when it's a drought, it's different than what just it hadn't rained in a while. So it was a drought and the prophet told the servants, 
Go out and dig your ditches. And they must have looked at him and said, man, you got to be out of your mind. Can you imagine how the drought have really impacted their lives and how silly that sounded to them? What do you mean go and dig ditches? And uh, is this man out of his mind? Maybe they had to ration water. I don't know like the circumstance, what the circumstances were like. But man, if it hasn't rained in years, we know something is happening. So he said, go and dig ditches. And they went to dig ditches. And then he sent a servant out to look in the sky, I guess, to see if there were any clouds. And I'm looking right now out of my office window and I see some. But, you know, have you ever gone outside and somebody said it's going to rain and you're like, how does that happen? It's blue skies. And so they went out. And they dug ditches. And the man said, "Uh, Prophet, I don't see anything. And then he said, go again. And then he went again and he said, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. You know, that's tiny. And that's a great example because sometimes all we need to see is one little glimmer of hope or light to say, aha, this can happen. I remember with Jamie, when she lost her first couple of pounds, she was so excited. That gave her a glimmer of light. And now I think she said 80 something pounds. So so when the man said, all I can see is the cloud, a cloud the size of a man's hand. So in the sky, you know, that is really, really tiny. But just looking at that gave those guys who were digging the ditches, what, faith and hope. And then what happened? An abundance of rain happened and it filled their ditches. So what are we saying? Faith and expectancy will begin to attract to you what you desire when you really have faith for something and you expect for something to happen you begin to prepare for that which you wish to experience so you know the difference between a vision and a daydream i say it's audacious faith i love that word it's just faith that i I believe it's going to happen you don't have to know the how so my question to you is Are you acting on a vision or are you following the forecast? Oh, my goodness. That forecast of what you can see only with your five senses. You know, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. We are hypnotized by now. We are hypnotized by observation. What we see, I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. I don't see any money. I don't know how. And I was telling a young lady today, as long as you talk about what is, you're going to get more of that. Now, you can be grateful for what is, but when you begin to talk about and bring more of what you desire with faith and expectancy, that will come to you. Everybody got that? Uh, And so... Focus in on on, on what you desire and don't just be moved by your five senses. So so digging your ditches is doing everything you know to do to begin preparing for that dream or that future that God has for you so that miracles can come into your life. You guys have heard me talk about Florence Scovashin, 
Oh, she was a bad woman. She was an awesome sister. Um, she talked about digging your ditches. And she says that when you desire something, you must have absolute faith. And I believe that absolute faith is certainly a process, that it doesn't happen overnight, that it will happen even before it does, even when you don't see any signs of it. So one way to show your faith is to dig your ditches. And so you only dig a ditch because you expect something to happen. I say it's the law of attraction. It's, it's expectation, etc. So she shares something about a woman who lived back in the 1930s or 40s. And she said this woman was looking for an apartment. And back during that time, it was the time of the year when it was a great shortage of apartments in New York. And it was almost considered an impossibility. I mean, couldn't anybody find an apartment and people were on a waiting list and her friends were saying oh my god it's you know this time of the year there's a shortage of apartments and I have a, I had a friend who tried to get one and she was turned down you know yada 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 and they were saying oh we feel so sorry for you you're gonna have to um, put your 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 furniture in storage and I want to read the prayer that uh, Florence Scover Chin said that this woman prayed she said Infinite spirit opened the way for the right apartment. And uh, she knew that there was a supply for every demand and that the spirit alone was working on it. Now, she didn't pray a long prayer. All she said was infinite spirit opened the way, the right way for the right apartment. And so the way that she began to dig her ditches, she said, I believe this so much, I'm going to go and buy a blanket because it was in the wintertime. I'm going to go and buy a blanket that I'm going to put on my bed that's going to be in that apartment. And of course, her mind said, what are you doing? You don't even have a place to stay. You might have to put your stuff in stories. But what she was doing, she was preparing for the apartment. So she was acting as if she already had it. She was digging the ditches. And so what happened for her was in a very miraculous way, the apartment was given to her over 200 other applicants. Somebody said that God would pass over a million people to get to a person of faith. Okay, so I'm going to give you some examples. One thing that I had one of my clients to do was to pack a small box. She was trying to sell her house. She didn't have the right buyer. I said, if you really are in faith and expectancy, pack a small box. And she packed that small box and she would look at it. And I said, pack two boxes. <laughs> what was she doing? She was digging ditches. You guys know my story. When I moved into the last townhouse that I lived before I bought this house, and I had said I want to live in a luxury neighborhood. I wanted a <clears throat> three-level townhouse. I wouldn't have to cut the yard, etc. And I knew the area that I wanted to live in. So I began shopping in that neighborhood. I began walking in that neighborhood. I began asking people, where's a good place to buy the best gas? What was I doing? I was digging my ditch even before 
I got the condo. And the interesting story behind that was I had been looking in the area and one night I couldn't sleep. And um, I got up and I looked and I saw something on Craigslist. Guys, don't don't talk about Craigslist. And so the owner, the previous owner said to me that she had had it on Craigslist, but she had taken it off. But that night she couldn't sleep and she said, I'm going to put it back on there for another 24 hours. And so both of us couldn't sleep. What was happening? There was expectancy on my part. I believe that my faith and expectancy really pulled her to put it back on. As soon as I walked in, I said, this is it. Everybody see that? So what was I doing prior to that? I was already in that neighborhood doing my afternoon walks, etc. Okay, so these are some things I'm going to elaborate on some. Some I'm just going to share to give you some examples that you can begin digging your ditches so that faith can fill them or so that your dream or desire can fill them. Okay, let's just say if you want to go on vacation, how can you dig your ditch? Look at places that you want to go. Uh, Ask them to email you a brochure. Talk about it to your friends. Say, well, you know, I want to go to Central America. Read the reviews. Respond back to someone who posted pictures about their vacation, etc. What are you doing? You are digging the ditch of expectancy. You are digging the ditch of faith because the more you talk about something, feel something, see something, the details will come to you. Okay, let's just say you you really desire a mate. And um, one way that you can dig a ditch is research places to have dinner with your mate. Where would you like to go? What are their specialty dishes? Read the reviews. Take yourself out to dinner there so you can really get a feel for what the place looks like and feels like. What are you doing? You're digging your ditch of faith for your first or your second date. It doesn't have to be big. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I knew a lady who was who had tried to get pregnant and she had miscarriages. And, you know, that's really I'm sure that's a really devastating thing. So if you desire to have a baby and you're married, uh, I'm not judging anybody who's not married, but she was married and uh, she just felt like it was an impossibility that there had been a drought in her life. And so you have to make your your vision bigger than your current circumstances. And I said, never allow your circumstances to take from you. Always gain from them. And I, I was a little hard on. I said, I know it's tough, but begin looking at baby stuff. Buy some baby clothes. Get the baby baby room ready. Um, etc. Talk about a baby. Look at, read the books on how do you parent, you know, a one-year-old. And she kept doing that. What was she doing? She was digging her ditch of faith because she had a choice there. She could even, she could either focus in on the past or she could what? Begin to dig that ditch of expectancy so God could fill it. Now it took a little time and now they got three or four children. They got three or four baby rooms. You see what I'm saying? So why does that happen? It's something very powerful. 
about when you manifest something, it gives you a higher level of faith. Okay, let's go back to marriage again. How can you dig that ditch? Uh, pick out your wedding dress. Inquire about a chapel. Go to a cake tasting. Do you want chocolate cake, vanilla cake, strawberry cake? Talk about your bridesmaids dresses. You know, go and look at uh, some some brides bridesmaids dresses. I got that out. What's going to be your color scheme? Visit the venues. You are digging your ditches of faith instead of sitting around the house and, oh my God, I need some ice cream because I'm just, it's a Friday night and everybody is out and everybody is with somebody, etc. Okay, money. I always tell people, put yourself in environments of abundance. You don't have to buy anything. Go to Tiffany's and, and get the experience of a sales associate working with you privately in their rooms. There's something very powerful about that when they take you in the rooms when you have, you know, just a really expensive piece of jewelry. I mean, they have the security guard right there, but it's something, it's a vibration of abundance that comes over you. And so what are you doing? You may not be able to buy it then, but you can say, I, one day I'm coming back to you. One day, one day I'm going to own you, etc. What are you doing? You're digging your ditches. Everybody got me. And this is what I did one time. I had a friend she was a high-end real estate agent, and I wanted to see a $10 million home. So, you know, they don't let everybody see it, but she took me in. And why did I want to do that? I wanted to dig my ditch, ditch of faith and expectancy about what was possible for my life. And I tell you, when I saw that, I have never seeing anything like it. I mean, so many amenities, so many things that I was not even aware of, so many gadgets, you know, just so, so beautiful. What was I doing? I was expanding my consciousness and I was digging my ditch of faith and expectancy. And I said, I can have that. What was I doing? I was immersing and saturating myself with what I desired. So we are digging our ditches of faith with action so that God can fill them. Okay. So let me let me expound on a couple. I, I think that a, a big way to dig a ditch of faith so that God can feel it or so that God can manifest your dream would be to practice stillness and abiding. I think that stillness is downrated. We And stillness is an action because you got to make a decision. I'm going to be still because we're so busy, 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 busy. So, so I say that there, stillness is like a, a, a million dollar principle. Because you have to be still so that you can hear. When you are abiding in stillness and quietness, you can receive the downloads, the ideas, the, the direction, what the next step should be, etc. And so when you practice stillness and meditation, so does that mean that you have to be 
just sitting in silence? Not necessarily so. Some people use guided meditation. Some people listen with the birds and all of those things in the back. You have to know what you vibe with. And so you are really digging your your ditches of faith and expectancy when you be still so that God can fill those ditches with ideas, solutions, etc. I know somebody who had really been sick for three or four weeks and they had tried everything and they just didn't know what else to do. Anybody ever been there? I have. And so they got still and they found out that they need to take apple apple cider vinegar and that cured everything for them. Isn't that something? And, and so why did that happen? That person got still. And so there is an awareness that you're not alone, that you are inviting in the spirit of God into your life, your choices and your perspective. It's a time for God to change your thinking. And remember that the God of the universe who created solar systems surely knows about your little problem, right? But God speaks, the Bible said God speaks in a still, small voice. And so if you have glaring circumstances and a a lot of noise and and all of that, then God cannot fill your ditches with ideas and solutions and strategies because it's too much noise. I just used me just recently. um, I, 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 I decided to get a new car and I do have it now. And uh, I'm so grateful for it. And, you know, I could have gone to the dealership, but I said in my mind, I want a one owner car. I want somebody who was like obsessed about their car, the Mercedes, and just took really good care of it. And so that was my first intention. And, And then I just sort of got steel and I was just thinking, what color do I want? And I just got still and I I felt the spirit say, be open. Because, you know, sometimes I can be really kind of black and white about about my car. And so I was open and I got on the computer and I there's so many Atlanta is so big. There were so many choices for me, but I just felt led. And it came from that place of stillness. I said, I'm going to go in this area and take a look at the car. So I emailed the guy. He said, um, I'm going to leave my car at this consignment Mercedes place. And so I drove an hour away and I test drove the car, but it wasn't really what I wanted. It was nice, but it wasn't really me. Then I came back on the consignment uh, car dealership and I saw a white one. And then I'm, I was like, hmm. And then I said, well, I'm going back home, which is an hour away. I got in my car, started driving back to my house. That still small voice said, turn around and go and test drive this other car. Now, I didn't hear a voice. I, you know, I, I didn't. It was just that still small voice. I turned around and I looked at when I said, what kind of car is that? And he told me and he said, uh, oh, I know the owner of that car. He said that owner was obsessed with that car. 
He bought it for his daughter and he's a scientist. And if it just moved the wrong way, he took it to the Mercedes dealership so often. He said, that's just like a brand new car. Why did that come to me? It came to me because when I was digging my ditch of stillness, I felt led to go in that area of Atlanta to find somebody with the car. Remember, initially, I was just moving in the general direction because the guy who I went to see initially, I didn't like his car, but there were two other cars, <clears throat> excuse me, that I was interested in, etc. So there are a couple of lessons in that. Begin moving in the general direction, and then as you do that, you'll get the details. And so here I am driving like a new car because the guy before me, the one owner car guy before me, was obsessed about keeping everything just perfect on the car. All right. So once again, there is profit in stillness. Dig your ditches of faith with stillness. Okay. Next thing. You can dig a ditch of faith by just starting with one thing, what I just said, and begin moving in the general direction of what you desire and have a good time while you're doing it. So many people say, oh, my God, it's just so much I want to do. And so when you say it's so much I want to do and then you're not doing anything, what's happening in your life? Nothing. And so let me give an example of a client that I had. This client was a great chef. She loved cooking. She loved uh, just entertaining. And that's all she wanted to do. Uh, she liked being a chef, a baker. She loved catering. But she was like, I don't know what to do, Constance. I said, so let's choose one thing. She never put her full attention on one thing because she was scattered all over the place. Because remember, you, you need to be intentionally focused on one thing. So I said, OK, choose one and let's start moving in that direction. So she chose one. And I said, which one are you most passionate about? She said, I think I'm, I want to be a personal chef for people. And, you know, that's where you prepare the meals. I said, well, you realize that you have to get a build a clientele. Uh, you have to have people with uh, with money who who want to pay, et cetera, et cetera. So 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 doing this process, she realized that she needs to come up with weekly menus and uh, she was competing with other well-known names of larger companies that delivered meals to clients and the process was too long and she said that's not what I want to do so let me tell you what the principle is and so she wasn't wasting her time like me she was still moving in the direction of what she wanted and so she said no nah, I don't want to do that so she gained from that experience and she went to the next thing I said okay so what else do you think you like to do she said I love baking at Christmas time and during the holidays and she started naming all these cakes and oh my god they sounded so delicious and uh, she made a lot of money during the holidays and she got so many referrals she said I think I would like to do that full time so she focused in on that and she really loved it. But what she realized was that 
she was not getting consistent money with that. It wasn't enough money to sustain her. It was too sporadic. It wasn't consistent enough. So she learned from that experience. But what is she doing? She's still moving in the same direction. And I said to her, so do you have your resume on LinkedIn? And she said, no. So I said, let's put it out there. And personally, this is just my little side note, y'all. I think that you should always have your resume out there <laughs> circulating, you know, so that people can see it and discover you. So she dis I said, let's get clear about what you want. She said, well, I don't want to work seven days a week. You know, sometimes when you're a chef, it's a lot of long hours. I have two small children. I would really like to be a junior chef, which I didn't know what that was. And so she became very clear about what she wants. She put her resume on um, LinkedIn. What was she doing? She was digging her ditches of faith so that God could feel it. So some big chef saw it, uh, called her in. Uh, she worked with him for two to three years and she was doing everything she loved she was baking she was doing personalized meals for celebs and she was only working like four days a week so everything that she did prior to that really begin to dig the ditches of faith and expectancy. So as you're moving towards something I'm going to say don't get discouraged if it doesn't happen overnight she gained from all of her experiences and now she's living the life of her dreams career-wise. Everybody got that? Okay, so let me elaborate on this next one. Let's see how much time do I have. All right, this is good, isn't it? Another way that you can really uh, dig your ditches of faith and expectancy is to say, wow, just like Jamie said, I'm just sick and tired of this. It's to deal with all of your unresolved stuff. <coughs> Excuse me, your childhood issues. Because whatever your childhood issues, your past, your exposure, the words that have been spoken over you, your, you know, your, your experience, it creates your beliefs. And so what happens is you may say you want, you want something consciously, but subconsciously the program in the back of your mind is running. Have you ever been somewhere and uh, maybe the TV was down low and it was just running in the background? So a lot of us have programs that are running in the background, your your family, childhood stuff, etc. Somebody asked me what was the number one thing that I felt like people should deal with before they manifest. And I, I said, it's your childhood behavior, experiences and beliefs. Because behavior is learned and passed down. It can be unlearned. So as an adult, what happens is you make all of your choices from, from this learned behavior. And unless you deal with your unresolved stuff and those beliefs that have been passed down to you, you'll keep doing the same thing. So a great example of that would be I work with uh, a group of women in the area of relationships. It was a support group and they had to really deal with their past issues like um, always attracting emotionally unavailable men, uh, being addicted to emotional pain. Their self-esteem was critically low. So they chose men that they had to care for, etc. 
Uh, and so I remember there was one lady in the group. My God, she was so gorgeous. When she walked into a room, it just took your breath away. But she kept choosing the same kind of guys who who were not committed to her, who were dating other women, cheating on her. Where did that come from? That came from her unresolved stuff in childhood when her mama told her, you're not pretty, you, you, you're you not good enough. She didn't know that she was still running that program, but you can tell what program you're running by your choices. And when you keep making the same choices over and over and over again, that tells me that you have a program that needs to be changed. So one great thing you can do to dig your ditches is to make a decision to get counseling, coaching, get in a support group. You always hear me say that next to my relationship with Christ, the most important thing that I did was get counseling, coaching, and support group. It healed my soul. It healed my thinking, etc. So that I dug those ditches and now I'm able to receive love and wealth and abundance. And many of you are wanting and desiring to be wealthy, but it's it's like a, a, that unresolved stuff that's on the inside of you. So that's, that's one. And then the last thing I think I'm going to get all of this out is that you dig your ditches by, <coughs> excuse me, dealing with your beliefs. I talked about that. So you can just make a decision. I'm just going to change one belief. Uh, it might be something as small as I believe I can resist sugar for 24 day hours. And then the next day you do the same thing. I can give up coffee for one day. Or I can write a paragraph for the big book that I'm going to be writing. You, you see how just making a small baby decision, how you're digging your ditches. So you give up sugar for 24 hours and then you say, huh, I think I can do that again. And then you say, huh, I, I think that I can do that again. And so when you begin to change those beliefs around money, around love, around whatever you desire, you're really digging the ditches of faith for God to come and fill them. And it doesn't have to be really big. It can be something really small, like I said, like a, a cup of coffee or sugar, or I believe that I can fast for my last meal for the day, something as small as that. And so just remember that when you're digging your ditches so that God can fill them, you're really believing in the vision so much that even though you don't see, feel or taste anything, that you're willing to act on it, even when there are no signs or certainty of success. Wow, this is so good. I'm listening to it myself. <laughs> this is so good. Well, everybody, um, I want you to go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to it. I'm in the process of getting a million YouTube subscribers. Tell your friends about it. And of course, you can visit my website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. This is 
been such a great show. Tell your friends about it. Uh, anything else? I think that is it. Uh, you guys make a decision to have a great week. And always remember this. You may not know it or feel it, but there is a God who's loving and supporting you. And of course, you know that I'm crazy about you and that I adore you. I want you to think and say this. Something good is going to happen to me and through me today. Make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.